Alright folks, and welcome aboard Philip Ward Show. On this Wednesday night, it is 11.06 on the East Coast, 8.06 on the West Coast. Today is officially the 786th day of slowing the spread. 15 days. Oh, okay. We'll believe you. Uh -huh. Incorrect. 30 days to slow the spread. No, I think we're going to need a few more. Well, today we've entered the 786th day, and yet there's still some Americans out there who, for one reason or the other, still have trust and faith and belief in the federal government. By the way, not really listeners of this show, primarily the liberals in the country, but we do have some liberal listeners as well, so thank you as always for listening to the program. We have entered now, we have 900 and 84 days left to go. We got to be feeling good about something as conservatives. The Joe Unity Biden administration. Now think about this. If conservatives and Republicans and those elected Republicans, those who want to be elected in November, actually stick to their conservative values, their conservative values, their beliefs, they don't take any nonsense from the Democratic Party. They don't capitulate to a mainstream media. We like to call them the pathological, prolific, pathetic liars that they are in the mainstream media. Don't back down to any single one of those people. I think that we will truly have 984 days left to go in this absolutely disastrous, awful, horrifying disgusting you call it whatever your heart desires when describing this joe unity biden administration number 11 times 11 times in his inaugural address we're going to have unity in this country i'm going to bring unity and of course when any when any time you hear a democrat saying that there's going to be unity you should know full well that means conforming. That means if you are a conservative, you have to back down. You have to listen to what the Democratic Party says. That's the only way that we can actually have unity. Um, earlier today, in American Greatness, Victor Davis Hanson, who is just such an incredibly intelligent person. You ever seen him? Uh, he's a Fox News contributor uh, as well. He writes in American Greatness, uh, write, writes quite a few pieces in American Greatness. He wrote earlier today with the headline, Imagine... The unimaginable, I'll give you a little uh, piece of it here, and then we'll uh, dive deeper into it throughout the course of the program. When revolutionaries undermine the system, earn the antipathy of the people, face looming disasters at the pole, it is then they prove most dangerous, as we'll see over the next few months. So he's basically saying and foreshadowing that if you think this is bad right now, what's going on in the country? Biden inflation, oh boy. We have brand spanking new numbers out today on the topic of Biden inflation. The withdrawal, they say, I call it a surrender that went down in Afghanistan. The southern border, which is non-existent at this point, two million illegal aliens flooding into our country last year. And these people say that they're tough on the southern border. Well, we gotta have we gotta have immigration reform, really, because these people, if there could be no border, no CBP officers at all, I'm telling you that is the path that this party would go now. 
And yet you have the DHS secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, who's saying, well, we inherited a, a, a disastrous border. How can that possibly be? This was a Donald Trump administration. Oh, and Joe Unity Biden. I don't know if he thought like that this was supposed to be a, a, a bad thing. Like if he was like taking a shot at Donald Trump. Donald Trump has eaten it all up. Conservatives are jumping all over it. Joe Unity Biden, and I'm not kidding you folks, this has got to be one, and I, I, he didn't mean it to be funny. I mean, he was actually serious when he was saying it. By the way, he was speaking earlier today at the uh, uh, International Convention, I-B-E-U. He was in Chirac in Chicago, know where all the firearms are and the crime, and yet Mayor Lori Lightweight doesn't do a single thing about it. That's Mayor Fishbowl Head. You ever seen Mayor Lori Lightfoot? you see exactly what I'm talking about. But anyway, Joe Unity Biden, listen to what? And this is all his own doing. This is uh, aside from the fact that he just starts screaming and yelling about Americans not having access to a box of food. He just starts screaming. He has no idea what he's even talking about. Again, I think he sort of went off script. If someone, though, if someone who's ever writing Joe Unity Biden's speeches, if someone put this line that I'm about to play for you here, if someone put this line in there, they got to be an idiot. Because I only think that Donald Trump and, the, and, and conservatives up and down the country just absolutely love this name for Donald Trump. Here is Joe Unity earlier today. Under my predecessor, the great MAGA king. What? Did you hear that, folks? Under my predecessor, the quote, great MAGA king. <laughs> I'm like, that to me, I, I like if someone were to call you the great MAGA king, would you not say, you know what? I tell you what, I'll take that. The great MAGA king. And of course, remember, Joe Unity Biden has referred to uh, Donald Trump and uh, his supporters as these MAGA Republicans and how bad these people are, the most extreme sort of people throughout the entire country. You can just throw that in there with Hillary Rotten Clinton. Well, you can put those Trump supporters in a, they're a basket of deplorables and they're irredeemable. He said, remember all the Democratic Party urging for violence? By the way, they, they, they still, Jen Psaki, you know, she, yeah, we still encourage people to be protesting outside of Supreme Court justices' house, even though that in and itself is against federal law. Here's my question here. Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice, why are you not prosecuting these people? How are these people still okay? Oh, that's right, because again, it's all politicized. You know, Republicans have no faith whatsoever in the FBI, the Department of Justice, and why would they? This is an FBI and a Department of Justice that literally was spying on the Donald Trump campaign. Why? So that they can have their preferred candidate, Hillary Rotten Clinton, so that they can have her as the president. And my God, folks, what a disaster that would have been. Think about it in terms of this. If we had four years of Hillary Rotten Clinton, God forbid, eight years of Hillary Rotten Clinton, on the back of eight years of Barack Hussein Obama, and then to add even more fuel to that burning, disastrous, awful, awful liberal climate change fire, 
Then we would have had Joe Unity Biden. Oh my goodness. To talk about fundamentally transforming this country. Like, oh, that's right. Who said that? You bet Barack Hussein Obama, who I still believe at this point in time, folks, I really do believe that he is running the show. Behind the scenes, he'll never come out and say it. Joe Unity Biden won't come out and say it. I think, actually, if you listen closely enough to Barack Hussein Obama, he sort of admitted it. Well, here's my vice president, uh, 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 Joe Biden, uh, Vice President Biden. He was saying, well, I, I, I truly do believe that behind the scenes, it is indeed Barack Hussein Obama. I think that this is the third term of Barack Hussein Obama's presidency. He didn't divide the country enough in the eight years that he had. No, 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 no. Now he needs to have another four years at it. And that's exactly what we're seeing because Joe Unity Biden doesn't know what he's talking about. Joe Unity Biden can't even read off of a teleprompter half the time. How is it that you had Donald Trump? And don't get me wrong, I'm, I, I, I've heard a lot of people Democrat, Republican, conservative, or liberal. I try to not talk to liberals. You know, I, I, they just hate life and they're so unhappy. And everything's so bad. And America's systemically racist. And uh, you know, it's unfair. All these sort of things that they throw. You know, if you're conservative, oh, well, you must be transphobic or you must be racist or you must be homophobic, uh, Islamophobic, misogynistic. You must be a bigot. Whatever it is that they throw at you. Like I said, there's not much much fuel to that anymore. There, there, there's no power in these words because they've been, just like a lot of things throughout the country, absolutely destroyed by liberals. Again, folks, liberalism is the problem. Liberalism is a cancer to this country. And when it comes to the Democratic Party, you never forget the Democratic Party. That What is their mentality, folks? The ends always justify the means. Now, anyway, so we'll get into Victor Davis' uh, Hanson's piece a little later on. We got to get to the news of the day, though, because I tell you what, I there is I do have a respect for Senator Joe Manchin of West by God, Virginia. I really do, because earlier today, and this is an NBC News. Remember, this is NBC News that says the don't say gay bill puts that right in their headline. And then throughout the article, if you actually took the time to read it, not like a lot of people in my generation take time to do, like I said, we're the generation of headlines at this point in time. But you had, they were saying, well, critics refer to it, the, the, the parental rights and education bill. Critics refer to it as the don't say gay bill. So right then and there, they're already out in the open. They've already unmasked themselves because these are the people who obviously, by their own definition, are critics of the bill. So they write earlier today, Senate Democrats' bill to keep abortion legal nationwide falls to GOP-led filibuster. Now, even Senator Joe Manchin, read the, the, the news right here, I'll give you the news of it. The Senate failed to advance a Democratic-led bill today that would enshrine broad protections for legal abortion nationwide. By the way, this is a bill. The Women's, uh, women's Health Protection Act, uh, they only got 49 votes. Senator Joe Manchin of West By God, Virginia said, uh-uh, I'm not going through with this. And by the way, you had House Democrats who are chanting, my body, my decision, my body, my decision. What if they feel the same exact way Ooh, when it comes to, I don't know, folks, COVID vaccines? Ooh. Hmm, I wonder, I really do. So anyway, Senator Joe Manchin joining with 
the Republicans and saying, listen, this is because this bill here, folks, there was like no limit on any abortions at all. This would have been, folks, literally up until right up until the child is supposed to is, is coming out of the mother that they could just kill it. And that's what it is. That is infanticide. That is murder. That is killing babies. Well, you know, uh, you can't say that. No, it's all about women's health. And by the way, the argument, well, what about rape and incest and the mother's what? Well, I tell you right now, rape and incest make up less than 0.1% of all abortions. But yet, no, we got, and, and listen, I understand conservatives or even some conservatives, don't get me wrong, say if the mother's life is in jeopardy or incest or rape occurs, then, all right, then abortion, yeah, you can go ahead and get it done. And listen, maybe there's 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 time for a debate on a period, you know, where where we say that okay, uh, whatever amount of weeks that it is, enough right then and there, there'll be no more abortions after that. So I, that's a debate for another day. Me personally, I'm pretty open in what I believe. I'm a pro-life guy. I believe that life is the best thing that you can ever have. I believe that life can, no matter how dire the circumstances look. Life can always get better for you if you are still on this earth, if you are still breathing. I And maybe this is just an optimistic view that I personally have, but I believe life can always get better for you. I do believe that life is the greatest thing you can ever give to somebody. And that, that, you know, that's just one of the reasons I'm pro-life, folks. I don't know what to tell you. Pretty open in, um, in my opinion. That's why we call it here, the Philip Ward Show. So anyway, so the vote came down. 51-49, and yet this is what you have Pocahontas said literally just a few hours ago. Well, uh, I believe in democracy, and I don't believe the minority. Whoa! The, the minority, you're talking about, by the way, of course, Elizabeth Warren voted for this. Of course, she wants no limits on abortion at all. You notice how no one, no actual serious news, so-called news reporter, actually asks these people, so what about right up until the baby's about to be born? Do you still support abortion right then and there at that point? No one has, no one ever asks the Democrats these questions. They always are allowed to get away with it. It's pretty disgusting if you ask me. And so anyway, Elizabeth Warren says, I don't believe the minority should have the ability to block things that the majority wants to do. That's not in the Constitution, and it's, of course, time to get rid of the filibuster. Literally, are you an idiot? Because the majority of senators, even one of your own people, one person in your own party, literally said, no way, I'm not voting for this. So it's the majority who actually said, this isn't going through. It's the minority that Elizabeth Warren is in that wants all of this to occur. Um, Senator Joe Manchin, in his explanation, uh, says he said earlier today that he was a, he was going to be a no vote. He said it's too broad of an expansion. He said he would support a codification of Roe, but says this bill, uh-uh, this goes too far. He says, quote, I was hopeful that the Democratic Party, having control of the agenda, would put a piece of legislation forward that would codify Roe v. Wade. For me, that would be the reasonable rational thing to do. He says, the bill we have today to vote on, the Women's Health Protection Act, it's not Roe v. Wade codification. It's an expansion. 
He says uh, he was asked by Manu Raju of Propaganda News CNN about how he reconciles being pro-life versus support for codifying Roe. He says, I've just thought this land, this legislation we've had for 50 years, it's precedent and law. But he said justices came to us and they confirmed their belief and support of precedent of law. I believe them. We found out that's not what they're either moving towards or we'll find out when they have the final ruling come out. But I was very disappointed to see that. He then says about his party, quote, I don't fit the mold. This is important, by the way, because I think there's a lot of sane, rational Democrats who are still out there that probably think the exact same way as Senator Joe Manchin does. He says, quote, I don't fit the mold. Let's put it that way. And I understand that. I'm just who I am. And I think a lot of Democrats are thinking the exact same way, that this party has very much left them now. Why anyone would still vote for the Democratic Party is truly beyond me. They're anti-American. They're communists. They hate this country. They think everything's racist. They think everything's unfair. They don't believe in freedom. They don't believe in liberty. They don't believe in justice. All they believe is control. They just want control. And it's always, always, always the ends justify the means with these people. They don't care about how they get there. They don't care about who has to be hurt. They don't care about who they have to step over. Oh, no, 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 no. Even if that is the American people, as long as they get their way in the end, that's all that matters to this party. Now, Bidenflation. How about this? Out earlier today, Bidenflation soars 8.3% in April hovering near 40-year high, as per usual with these people. This is this has just been constant now. Biden inflation cooled on an annual basis for the first time in months in April, but rose more than expected as supply chain constraints, the Russian war in Ukraine, strong consumer demand continued to keep consumer prices uh, near a 40-year high. I remember, folks, last night, that the House has successfully now voted on giving $40 more billion over to Ukraine. That's what we're most concerned about, is Ukraine. Not about the American people, not about Biden inflation, not about a baby formula shortage in this country. Nope. We all care about Zelensky and Ukraine. Uh, da, 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 da. The Labor Department said today that the Consumer Price Index, a broad measure of the price of everyday goods, including gasoline, groceries, and rents, rose 8.3% uh, last month from a year ago, below the 8.5% uh, year-over-year surge recorded in March. Prices jumped 0.3% in the one-month period from March. Uh, those figures were both higher than the 8.1% headline figure and 0.2% monthly gas forecast by uh, Refinitiv uh, Economist. By the way, uh, early, uh, yesterday, here's another headline for you. How about this? Gas prices hit new all-time high as EU considers blocking Russian oil. Biden keeps restrictions. Uh, according to AAA's average gas price calculator, the national average cost of a regular gallon of gasoline hit $4.37 on Tuesday. The highest ever according to AAA. And you have people, right? You have the Democratic Party telling us that things are going right in this country. Remember, of average American, American families paying $385 more per month on average for everything. That was according to Senator Mike Lee in Utah. 
So Victor Davis Hanson writes earlier today, this is a pretty important, but I thought it was a great piece. He writes, Americans are now entering unchartered, revolutionary territory. They may witness things over the next five months that once would have seemed unimaginable. Until the Ukrainian conflict, we never witnessed a major land war inside Europe directly involving a nuclear power. In desperation, Russia's impaired and unhinged leader, Vladimir Putin, now talks trash about the likelihood of nuclear war. A 79-year-old Joe Unity Biden bellows back that his war-losing nuclear adversary is a murderer, a war criminal, and a butcher who should be removed from power. Well, after a year of politicizing the U.S. military and its self-induced uh, catastrophic, my goodness gracious, get it right, Phil, an Afghanistan catastrophe in Afghanistan, America has lost deterrence abroad. China, Iran, so far away, North Korea, Russia are convening on how best to exploit this rare window of global military opportunity. He said, by the way, he also says there's no, on top of that, gas and diesel prices hitting historic levels, Biden inflation, 40-year high, new cars, homes, unaffordable, necessary remedy of high interest and tight money will almost be as bad as the disease of hyperinflation. Also, yeah, there's no southern border. Crime is now mostly a political matter. Ideology, race, politics determine whether the law is, at this point, even applied. No free speech anymore on college campuses. I'll tell you what, I can attest to that. He says, remember all these uh, catastrophes are self-induced. They're choices, not fate. The U.S. has the largest combined gas, coal, and oil deposits in the world. It possesses the know-how to build the safest pipeline and to ensure the cleanest energy development on the planet. But guess what? Inflation was a deliberate Joe Unity Biden choice. Administration wanted no border. Uh, their once crackpot academic theories, modern monetary theory, critical legal theory, critical race theory, now dominate policymaking in the Joe Unity Biden administration, he says. He says, the American people reject the calamitous policies of 2021 into 2022, yet the radical cadres surrounding a cognitively inert Joe Unity Biden still push them through by executive orders, bureaucratic directives, and deliberate cabinet non-performance. And why? Why is all this happening? Well, the left has no confidence either in constitutional government or common sense. And I'll tell you right now, I know which side I'm choosing. They don't believe in the Constitution. All they want is full and complete power. So he says, so as the public pushes back, Expect at the ground level more doxing, more cancel culture, more deplatforming, more ministries of disinformation, swarming the private homes of officials they target for bullying, and likely violent demonstrations in our streets this summer, just like we had back in 2020. Now he says, meanwhile, left-wing elites will do their best to ignore Supreme Court decisions, illegally cancel student deaths, and likely by the fall issue, or COVID lockdowns. They will still dream of packing the court, ending the filibuster, scraping, scrapping, however you want to say it, the Electoral College, adding more states and flooding the November balloting with hundreds of millions more dollars of dark money from Silicon Valley. When revolutionaries undermine the system, 
earn the antipathy of the people, and face looming disasters at the pole, it is then they prove, folks, most dangerous as we shall see, he writes, over the next few months. So there's a warning right there from Victor Davis Sampson, and I hope that that's proven to be incorrect, but I tell you, he's a pretty intelligent guy. And if I know the left, it seems as though a lot of that will be coming our way, folks, in these next few months as things heat up, not only throughout the country, but in the November elections as well. Anyway, do you want more of that, folks? you want more, more, more forced control on you by a federal government? Do you want freedom? Do you want liberty? Do you want your choice? I, I tell you what, I know which one I want, folks. Anyway, today is indeed the 786th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 984 days left for all of us to endure. Thanks as always for listening to the program, folks. Never a bad day to be an American. Have a great night.